trio doing Linus and Lucy from A Charlie Brown Christmas. There's really no reason that that is a Christmas song other than it was played during a Christmas special, but it's an all-time favorite played to this day. Might be my favorite, certainly on the list. If I had to do a top five of Christmas songs, that's one of them. Although, you know, if you drop that into any other special that wasn't Christmas or related, it would fit fine. It would just be a jazz song, but who cares? Who cares? It's it's become a Christmas staple. Um, and that's special, believe it or not, that Charlie Brown Christmas, that first aired almost 60 years ago. <laughs> it was 1965. And I bet you, if you're flipping around the channels tonight, you'll find it. It'll be on one channel or another. That's it. it it's timeless. It, every single holiday season, it's on TV time and time again. And you know what? If I come across it tonight, flip it around, I'll probably sit down and watch it. I love it. it it's just, it's part of what we've come to call Christmas in this part of the world, I think. And the music is part, there's a whole bunch of things that go into it. So let's find out what's going on and why we love these Christmas specials and the music of these Christmas specials so, so much. We're going to have a conversation with James Deville now. James is a professor of music at Carleton. Uh, James, thanks for being here. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, um, no problem. Uh, great to be with you. This, the, well, there's a few others that we'll talk to, but let's start with the Charlie Brown Christmas. And we just played that Vince Guaraldi trio, which I mean is just 60 years on, still going strong. It, it, it's timeless. It's an all-time classic at this point, isn't it, James? Yeah, um, it has. Uh, it actually originated in an earlier track that Vince Guaraldi uh, laid out, laid down. But it's uh, Linus and Lucy. Yeah, yeah. that it, it's come to become synonymous with that show. Why it, Why is that music, because we'll listen to the music, we don't have to see the show, we'll now listen to that music and call it a Christmas classic. I mean, what is it about that whole special, the Christmas special, the music, the, why does it make it so much different from so many? There's been countless Christmas specials. Some of them rise to the top, and the Charlie Brown Christmas does. What is it about it that we connect with? Well, I think it's because the uh, special itself communicates several messages at once, and these double-sided messages are things we can identify with as we go through the holiday season. There's both joy in the track that you just played, but like the opening track, Christmas Time is Here, has a really melancholy kind of flavor, and that's in style with Guaraldi's work, uh, that, uh, that he ha- is able to capture that kind of yeah, as I say, double-sidedness in these different yeah. songs. They're kind of laid back. They're they're simple. The tunes are singable and memorable. And and so, and you're right. Yeah. And, and they do sort of present both sides, and we and we we both know it. There's others though, right? We're, we're talking about Charlie Brown Christmas because we all love it so much. But you mentioned some other ones in a piece that you wrote, um, talking about. Rudolph, we know that one, and Frosty with uh, Jimmy Durante, right? He was the star of that one. But the same thing, those ones we're still watching 50, 60 years later. Yeah, well, you know, one of the interesting things is that this scene is just like today. The uh, narrators, the voiceover actors are all people who were well-known at the time. Yes. So there's Burl Ives in Rudolph. Fred Astaire, Santa Claus is coming to town, and who could forget Boris Karloff and the Grinch in the Grinch. Stole Christmas, uh, as well as Jimmy Durante and Frosty. So there's that. But also, I, there is one animation company that was uh, specializing in these Christmas specials, Rankin Bass. 
And they did, they used a technique called animagic, uh, stop motion, which we now know for Shaun the Sheep, you know, and some other Wallace and Gromit uh, that's still alive. But they were innovating in that area. And, uh, and of course, uh, each of the shows is based on a song that was yes. already known. You're right. Right. Like Rudolph is, I mean, the title of the show, Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, it's, this, it's, a, it's a show built out of a song that everybody already knew and loved. That's right. Like Johnny Marks wrote the uh, Rudolph song already in the uh, 30s. And as an interesting aside, it was uh, for the little drummer boy. The song was written in 41, but it became well known through the Trap family recording in 1951. So these songs have a long history, and what uh, that company did was to build a show around the song, and most of the other songs are forgotten, you know. And so many Christmas specials, Christmas movies, whatever, they're forgotten, too. I was thinking about, you know, what modern examples might somehow compare. And, you know, you got Home Alone, National Lampoon, maybe Elf. I think some people love those ones, but they're different. It's not this. We don't have that connection. I don't know if people go back year after year after year to watch Elf the way that they do um, Rudolph or Frosty or Peanuts. I mean, what... Why is it from that era, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, what was it that was makes them timeless like that? Well, I think that it, we look back on that time, the, the uh, on that era as somewhat less, uh, well, as a somewhat guileless period, you know, and a period when things were, perhaps life was simpler, um, certainly, you know, some of the uh, problems that Elf had, uh, Hermie, the elf in Rudolph the Rudolph and the red-nosed reindeer didn't have. So there's a bit of an innocence, I think, we associate yeah. with that time. But I think the main thing is the music and the songs. None of these shows, uh, recent shows, uh, Home Alone, well, we might remember the theme by John Williams, but that's not a song. No. That's an instrumental theme. So I think it's really the words and the music coming together in these core songs that really attract us and appeal to us now. I think you're absolutely right, James. I think you, the music is sort of the touchstone for us, and, and we all come back to it. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. All right. Well, thank you for having me. You bet. Have thank you. Day. You too.